Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for September 18th, 2020. Uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also don't forget to check out my other podcast, um, The Big Topic in Women's MMA, where Schwan Humes and myself go into a deep dive on current happenings in women's MMA, in the UFC, and also other places. And we did one yesterday, and the, the difference between that podcast and this one is that on that podcast, we really go into a deep dive on uh, current uh, UFC matches. We talk about stuff on that podcast that no one will talk about, okay? You know, they, they just... People think it's either too negative or, you know, we're not being negative, we're offering constructive criticism here, okay? Now, uh, on this podcast, I also cover uh, uh, the women's MMA, but I also talk about uh, the WWE as well, especially, of course, Asuka. Now, we're going to start with last Saturday's UFC show. Uh, I got a total of five, uh, five UFC videos up on the blog. Four of them are from last Saturday's UFC show. The first one is... Michelle Watterson versus Angela Hill. And, uh, you know, I thought this would be a very close fight. My main concern was that Michelle would try to use the Jackson Wink avoid contact strategy and they would dance for 25 minutes. But it was a close fight. You know, Angela won round one uh, landing combinations and round two was closer, but I thought Angela won that too. So I scored the first two rounds 10-9 for Angela. Uh, one of the judges scored round two, 10-9 for Michelle, and uh, that round was close enough for that to be okay, all right? Now, round three was the key to this fight as Michelle finally got a takedown and ground control for much of the round. Now, though Michelle did not come close to a submission, it did plant in Angela's mind that she had to avoid takedowns. And to do that in the last two rounds, she chose to be less aggressive than she was early in the fight. And this opened the door for Michelle to be more aggressive. And I scored both of those rounds 10-9 for Michelle. Now, Angela's coach, Eric Del Fierro, told her before round five to throw more combinations. But she didn't do that. So I scored the fight 48-47 for Michelle. One judge scored it. The same, the judge that scored round two for Michelle scored at 49-46 for Michelle. And the third judge scored at 48-47 for Angela as he scored round five for Angela. So Michelle wins by split decision. Now, Dana White said after the show that he is close to finalizing Zhang Weili defending her UFC strawweight championship against Rose Namahunas. Now, other, other than jo Joanna Rejicek, the other high-ranking straw weights are already booked, and I should mention that um, Tatiana Suarez is still injured. Okay, so uh, Joanna is teasing retirement, but she hasn't announced anything yet. So, I mean, I think it's 50-50 that she's going to retire, okay? It, let me put it to you this way. If she wanted a rematch with uh, Zhang, she would have got it, okay? So I don't think we will see Michelle until 2021, and obviously... Angela thought she won the fight. She said in the post-fight press conference, I guess I have to take bitches down and hug them. Meaning she doesn't understand the value of ground skills. I mean, she has skills, you know, especially kickboxing, but it's not enough to beat elite fighters. 
So in order for her to be better, she has to do something. And maybe she's satisfied with coming in and fighting lesser fighters on late, as a late replacement. But I don't think she should be. All right? And she can't beat elite fighters if she can't do anything on the ground. Okay? It's as simple as that. All right. All right. Second fight on this show at flyweight was Roxanne Mataferi versus Andrea Lee. Uh, Roxanne lost her last fight, so she needed to win to remain in the top 10 flyweights. Andrea lost her last two fights by split decision. Uh, her problem is she doesn't do enough to win fights. Uh, now, she's now training at MMA Gold in El Dorado Hills, California, so her teammate is Aspen Land. The coach is Dave West, uh, also Aspen's boyfriend. I thought Roxanne won the fight 30-27. The judges all scored a 29-28 for Roxanne. You know, it's the same old story for Andrea. She's not aggressive enough, and uh, sometimes it takes time for a new coach to figure out a fighter, and it could be, uh, as uh, Schwan suggested on our other podcast, that uh, Aspen Ladd can be a big help to her, you know, uh, just in sparring with her and giving her tips and stuff like that. Because right now, Andrea Lee doesn't belong in the UFC, as far as I'm concerned, okay? Uh, She just isn't good enough. Okay, next one is Sajari Eubanks versus Julia Avila. That's at, um, that was at bantamweight. Uh, Sajara now trains with Mark Henry in New Jersey. Now her teammates are Claudia Gadelia and Caitlin Chikagian. Now, based on what we saw in this fight, she must be training a lot with Claudia, okay? Because we hadn't seen takedowns out of Sajara. So so, so this is somebody who apparently has been doing jujitsu for 15 years, but she didn't know how to use takedowns in a fight. And so uh, that's something that Claudia can help her with. Because Claudia is a jiu-jitsu whiz. I mean, she's an elite fighter. She's flawed, mostly her gas tank. But there's no question she's an elite BJJ uh, practitioner. Okay? So Julia has looked good striking so far. And so in this fight, we discover that she needs to work on her takedown defense. Uh, Julia begins the fight throwing bombs. So Sajara takes her down, which we haven't seen from her in the past. Julia makes two mistakes. She allows herself to be taken down in the first place. And instead of trying to get out from under and get up, she tries unsuccessful submissions. Very stupid idea. And uh, the thing is, sometimes a fighter has to lose a fight in order to improve. So this is the kind of thing that her coach, Seth Norman, can correct, especially having better takedown defense. So uh, I thought Sajara won the first two rounds. Uh, round two is actually a 10-8. So all three judges scored the fight 29-27. Okay. And uh, the fourth fight from this show was Sabina Mazo versus Justine Kish at Flyway. And uh, Sabina is 23 years old from Colombia. She trains with Afero Cordero at King's MA in Huntington Beach, California. And she has also been training with Chris Cyborg. She is known for her head kicks. Now, Justine has been hampered by injuries in her UFC career. She trains at Black House in Los Angeles. Sabina's big problem is she is a slow starter, and though she lands one of her leg kicks early, uh, Justine outworks her for the first two rounds. So she needs a finish in round three, and fortunately, with about a minute left to go in the fight, Sabina drops Justine with a head kick and then finishes her with a rear naked choke. So though Sabina got the win... Uh, Cordero and the other coaches at Kings need to do something about her slow starts. That almost cost her this fight. 
And it's not even a physical problem. It's a mental problem. It's very similar to what uh, happens with Rin Nakai. She gets off to slow starts and it costs her fights. You can't go down two rounds and expect to win all the time. Can't do it. So they need, they need to do something about that. She has skills, but this uh, slow start stuff, they got to do something about that. You know, it's very simple. Okay, now let's go on to Tuesday where we had a um, fight on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. It was Danielle Wolf versus Tanisha Tennant. And this fight was at featherweight, okay? Danielle is a, uh, an Olympic boxer making her MMA debut uh, when the IOC eliminated Danielle's weight class in 2016. She decided to try MMA. She's 37 years old, and she trains at Victory in San Diego. Supposedly, no one wanted to fight her until now. I mean, that's what they said on the broadcast. Not really buying it, but that's fine. Tanisha is 31 years old from New York. She trains at Budokan Martial Arts with uh, Nardu Debra. Uh, UFC fighter Randy Brown is a teammate. Uh, Tanisha won uh, one of those uh, Invicta one-night tournaments a few months ago. All her previous fights were at bantamweight. She is mainly a kickboxer. Now, like all of the uh, Contender Series fights, uh, this seemed like a squash match set up to give Danielle a UFC contract, but it wasn't a squash. All three judges scored a 29-28 for Danielle. And, I mean, Tanisha almost finished her in round two. Okay, Some questioned if Danielle won the fight, but the real question is, should she get a con- UFC contract? And the answer is no, but they gave it to her anyway. And I just think that uh, Danielle would be better off fighting an Invicta. So if she does well there, then the UFC could sign her. It just seems ass backwards to me. Okay, so all those videos are up on my blog. Now, let's get to Monday Night Raw. And we had, on Raw, we had Asuka versus Mickey James for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Okay? Uh, and I think what fans remember is they had a great match back in 2016 at an NXT TakeOver show. So the mat, this match isn't as good as that one. It was okay. Mickey has just returned from knee surgery, and clearly she has slowed down. So the big story here is the ref messed up the finish. Okay, seconds before Asuka was going to win with the Asuka lock, the ref stopped the match, claiming that Mickey couldn't continue. Uh, she was fine. She says that he thought she had a concussion. Uh... Now, it's also possible it could be stopped from the back. Of course, he has an earpiece. But I don't think that's what happened here. I think he stopped it on his own. Okay? I mean, listen, it's a tough job. They have to try and protect the wrestlers. But um, it was just odd. All right? So she knows, Mickey knows that this could be her last big match. The ref screw-up was unfortunate. Afterwards, Zelina Vega came to the ring and slapped Asuka. I guess she gets a title shot at Clash of the Champions, though she doesn't deserve it, and she's a terrible wrestler. And I hope Asuka can get a decent match out of her. Um, she's just not very good. Um, I don't know why they're giving her a match. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. Okay. Now, also have up on the blog from Wednesday night's NXT, it is Io Shirai versus Shotzi Blackheart. Okay, so this is a non-title match. It was set up um, on last week's show when Shotzi was fighting Aaliyah backstage, and they 
stumbled into Io Shirai's photo shoot. And after the two of them beat up Aaliyah and Robert Stone, Shotzi held onto the belt and Io said, do you want me to hurt you? <laughs> now, listen, here's the deal. Io is a very cute girl. She's adorable, but she's also lethal. You don't want to mess around with her. Okay, the idea of this match is for EO to make Shotzi look like a million bucks. Of course, EO would do that anyway. So you'll notice on the video uh, that the footage that airs during the commercial break is on this, but with no audio. So Shotzi gets enough offense in that some might think she could win, but EO comes back and lands a German suplex on the ring apron. Ouch! And that leads to EO's moonsault for the win, though. She messed up when she placed Shotzi too far from the corner. You notice her legs hit Shotzi, but Shotzi sold it anyway. So next week, they're going to do a battle royal that will determine EO's next challenger on the October 4th TakeOver show. And with the draft coming up, I would not be surprised to if EO is headed for the main roster. Okay, uh, so the match is pretty good, so be sure to check it out on my blog. Okay, so... Uh, now, there was an Invicta show last night. What I've been doing lately is covering the Invicta shows on my other podcast, Big Topic of Women's MMA. So we did do a preview of it uh, yesterday, and we're going to cover the results next week. Okay, so let's go to the UFC has a show this uh, Saturday, tomorrow night. Um, there's three women's matches on the show. The first one is Mackenzie Dern versus Randa Marcos, and this is at Strawweight. And, of course, Mackenzie, as we all know, she's a BJJ whiz who has issues with striking. Randa is a, uh, a wrestling whiz, and she has trouble with striking as well. But she also, they're both make, they both make mistakes that cost them fights, all right? So uh, Mackenzie uh, just switched camps recently. She was training at uh, Black House MMA in Los Angeles, and her husband who I guess has taken over her career uh, as manager. I mean, he's actually a surfer. Um, he's kind of, you know, got into a, some sort of an argument or a fight with uh, her coach. And both uh, Mackenzie and the coach got thrown out of Black House. So uh, Mackenzie is now training with um, uh, Jason Perillo, who is uh, Chris Cyborg's coach. And uh, he could very well do help her out a lot. Okay. Uh, Randa is from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. She trains with uh, at uh, uh, Michigan Top Team in Dearborn, Michigan, uh, with uh, former USC fighter Darren Crookshank. And uh, again, she's um, uh, a wrestling whiz. Uh, she uh, has she makes mistakes, and um, you know, uh, with this match here, I think it could go either way. Uh, like I said, both of them are very good on the ground. So <laughs> you know what they'll probably do? They'll probably do a kickboxing match, right? Who knows, right? But, um, you know, uh, what both of them would normally want to do is take it to the ground. I don't know if they want to do that. We'll just have to wait and see about that. But uh, I expect it to be close and possibly, you know, a split decision. I, I think it's a well-matched fight. Okay, uh, we have at flyweight... Myra Bueno Silva versus Mara Romero Barella. Uh, Myra is from Brazil. She was in the Dana White Tuesday night. Uh, she was in the Dana White uh, Brazilian Contender Series. 
Uh, she's one and one in the UFC. In her first fight, uh, she blew she blew out her knee and still got a submission at the end of the first round over uh, I believe it was Jillian Robertson. And then she had knee surgery. She lost her return. Uh, but I think she'll win this. Mara Romero Barella is from Italy, but she trains an American top team, and she just hasn't looked good in her last couple of fights. And, um, you know, I expect uh, Mara to win the fight. Uh, you know, that is, I guess, my bottom line on that. And the third fight is at bantamweight. It is Sarah Alpar versus Jessica Rose Clark. Uh, Sarah is from, I'll tell you where she's from. She's from Amarillo, Texas. She trains at American Elite MMA. Okay, uh, Derek Adkins is her coach. Uh, she was in Dana White's Contender Series last year, and uh, this is her official UFC debut. Um, now, they set up a fight for her a few months ago, and um, it got canceled, so that's why we haven't seen her yet. Okay, she was supposed to fight a few months ago. All right. She looked pretty good in that fight, but I mean, uh, we, we have to wait and see how she does in her USA debut. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark, known as Jessie Jess, she's uh, from uh, Australia. Uh, she is uh, she's moved to the US and she's currently trading at Combat Sports Academy in California with uh, Kieran Fitzgibbon. Um, She's fought at flyweight and also at, uh, she's now fighting at bantamweight. Um, she had a serious foot injury uh, a while back, and uh, sometimes it takes a long time to come back from something like that. She uh, did have a fight uh, uh, earlier this year, I think. Yeah, she did have a fight uh, late last year. She lost to Pani Kenza. That, is, that is, was her return. Uh, that, that was her return. Uh, so, like a lot of Australian fighters, I think she uh, has limited skills. So, uh, we have to see how much uh, Fitzgibbons is able to help her. Uh, I just don't think she's a USC caliber fighter. Okay? So, anyways, that's about it. I wanted to mention one other thing, and that's that uh, uh, Deep Jewels atomweight champion Toma Maisawa has a fight scheduled for... Um, uh, the Deep Jewels show in October, and that's going to be her uh, retirement fight. She is retiring, so they're going to have to do something with the title belt. I don't know if they're going to do a tournament or what they're going to do. And she's not even that good, okay? She recently lost uh, a fight in Ryzen to uh, uh, Ayaka Hamasaki, so she's not even that good. Anyway, that's about it for today. Um, uh, as I said, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com for all those videos. And uh, also, uh, my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Like I said, we did one yesterday. We uh, go through last week's uh, UFC uh, matches. And also, uh, we preview the Invicta show, even though it happened last night. And uh, uh, tomorrow's UFC show as well. The big difference between uh, that podcast and this one is uh, Schwann Humes and I go into much more detail uh, than I would do here, okay? Now, if you have any questions or comments for my blog or either of my podcasts, you can leave them at Anchor's voicemail. And if you'd like to subscribe to my podcasts, you can do so at Google, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.